0: G'day, guys. Our headwater claws are out. Philly's big brown mare claws are out. Got her for a steal. We were the underbidder in the June sale. She rated really highly on an independent uh, biomechanical and pedigree analysis stuff we used at June and we will be using moving forward. So, we were up to 40000 there in June. I picked her up for 23000 this time in. She's grown and furnished nicely. She was a beautiful moving filly then. She still is now. We are going to send her to Hinterland Thoroughbreds, which Shane and I toured uh, last Wednesday. I'm very, very impressed with them and the whole joint. What my plan is, is to just let her sort of settle in. Then we're going to break her. She hasn't been broken in yet. And we're going to get some feedback from them as to what sort of filly she might be and where, where best we might place her. We'll have a sort of meeting, Shane and I. And then if you're involved in the horse at that stage, the ownership group. And from there, we'll pick a trainer. Now, she's going to be Bob's eligible. So that's going to focus our attention on New South Wales trainers. But uh, that doesn't rule out sort of the Kira Mars, Annabelle Neesham's, Chris Lees, who have stables you know elsewhere as well, or a trainer who can jump across the border. I love the way she moves. Um, she's out of a half sister to a group three winner in felines.
1: Felines going between runners. Further back to Harara and Federals coming down the outside. Craftiness and felines are burnt off Hidden Pearl. Forget about Japanesema. Federals, the one wide out, surging home. Felines a length and a half clear. Federal, inch by inch, is getting closer. Felines is going strongly, though, sprinting hard, and felines wins the last.
0: I just really like the way she moves, and she's a bulky, like, bigger type of horse. She reminded me of another headwater filly. Or aqua Girl, who I used to back a fair bit out of the yard back in the day. I think she was pretty unlucky not to win more than she won, but she was still a really good filly, and she, we're, we're near that level. We're going to be very, very happy. Yeah, so that, that's what we've done. That's the plan. We, we would have paid more for her if we had to. She was the filly I wanted from the sales. Love the way that she walked. We, we're going to be patient with her and give her time to tell us where's best to place her. She's Bob's eligible, so a New South Wales trainer is favourite. If you are involved, you will be included in that decision. Have a great day. Bob
1: Hello and welcome to our next spring preview show here on The Mailbag. Please like and subscribe, click the button below and get around us. Today's show is brought to you by puntingform.com.au. Fields of Roses goes around in a group one at Sandown on Saturday. Gavin Bedgood has done an amazing job with him and we've sent him another horse that you can be involved in. G'day guys, Gavin Bedgood here, Mailbag Bloodstock. They're doing a great job with the horses that they're buying and selecting. They've got two tried horses in my stable currently, Field of Roses. He's a dual winner already from the four runs that he's had for the stable. His Metropolitan placed last Wednesday. Keats, he's had one start since arrival for a win. They're buying sound horses, they're doing their homework before they purchase them. And uh, I'm really excited about their most recent addition in Exeter. Well, that's one way to keep the fluorescent yellow colours nice and
2: clean with all of the way. Exeter won at one. Exeter for Damien Lake takes the lead. Punch down at one. Exeter from the count, but Exeter, 100
1: metres to go. Lead clearly, two lengths in front of Sick Positano, who's charging at Exeter, who's holding on at Exeter one. At Email Jono at themailbag.com.au to get more info.
0: It doesn't actually go around a group one. It's just a group one day. But, you know, it's a big day for us.
1: Yeah, exactly. So accountable betting advice all over the country this weekend, delivered by our app. Head to mailbag.com.au and check out the results and get on board. No better time to get involved. Betting Metro meetings Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So hello, everybody, and welcome to what have we got? Moya Underwood Golden Rose.
0: And the wheatwood, the wheatwood, the which time you, on it, which you two are going to, need to educate, it, not just our audience but <laughs> me about.
1: I've nearly forgotten the main thing there.
2: How quickly you've left Wilma behind you, Gabby?
1: Not yet, not yet. So, <laughs> so like when... that,
0: not yet, but you will be leaving.
1: That's well, um, progress. So we're going to kick off today. Let's have a look. I think we go to the. To the Moya Stakes first, and we've got a great race in my opinion. We've got the Inferno, we've got the ones in the market: Paul Paley, Rothfire, Zoo Style. Malkovich is there. I think he could be a little bit shorter generation as well. And um, the rest, what are we thinking, boys?
0: Uh, I think Malkovich generation will, will probably be the leaders. Uh, Zoo Style from Nine Shane D Oliver. I'm not convinced he. Rockets
2: across with the speed inside, same Rothfire. Come on, uh, mate. It's going to pull you up right there. You said that last time, and he hunted it through to lead. It's leading, Zusta.
1: I think so, myself.
2: Maybe. Well, that that could push J Carr and Cool and go
0: to the three-back fence, which isn't where you want to be with 50 kilos. Uh, I don't know where Maliva and Bella Nipatina get to in this map. I think they're, they're very, very tricky sports. September run... Um, Worse of midfield, extremely lucky the Inferno bring up the
2: rear. I think Paul Ailey and J Mac get a little sucker run there from six. Shane? Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of with you with that speed map. Generational cross, um, cool and getter, Um and then Zoo style maybe cross it. Um, I think you've got that right. And I think it leaves Rothfire with the best run. And uh, we can see uh, here the Last replay where we have Zeus Doll leading Cool and Gatter, Uh Rothfire just about to come three wide around the heels of Cool and Gutter there. The two big strong Queenslanders, Gab, pair off um, to fight it out. That's more they like, like it. a thousand metres. Um, thousand metres, like yeah. staying uh, in a thousand, they, Shane. What do you think they, about they, that? Uh, staying in a thousand uh, gives Zeus Doll a chance to beat Rothfire, who I anticipated would step up at 1200 second up.
0: And if they did, then Zeus Doll couldn't beat it. What
2: about Cool Nah Cullen was um like was thrown in last time. Um, you know, obviously he only carries 50 kilos, being a three-year-old filly here. She can't turn the tables on that. Like she's a little filly against, you know, big strong Queenslanders again. She ain't turned big the tables boys, there either. Yeah. Um, and then you add the um the blue jacket of um Pulele with J Mac on, who's um you know, who brings some very strong Sydney form. So yeah, she can't win. Um but the two Queenslanders might just find their right spots in run here again, Jack, and be hardest
0: to beat. Uh, it's been a bit of a spring, like early spring for Queenslanders, no doubt. I thought the Inferno was the run of the race there in the uh, McEwen, but I don't want to be back on anything at the Valley on a Friday night, first first Friday night of the year. That's going to be settling last. I reckon he rattles home and he's right on track for whatever he wants, but I don't want to be with him. Paul Ailey's hard to handle here. Really nice trial at Hawkesbury. The first trial he couldn't see anything it was a misty. Uh, morning there, I think uh, maybe Rose Hill, um, but looks like, she's three from th- he's three from three first up. Normally has one trials had two here. Um, forms around like Nature Strip, Marzu, Eduardo it makes him like a very hard horse to to, to profile or, or to be against, especially with J Mac and that map. I'm happy to pen Rothfire ran a peak last start, stays at a thousand. I don't like that. Um, didn't go to the Everest. I don't like that. It's all sus to me. And the only positive I can see is that uh, he's he's trained buffering, but that's not a positive for me, really. Uh, I think the horse is overrated in the market. I think Zoo Style is massively overrated in the market. It started at a much bigger price than Rothfire did last start, and somehow they want me to take near the same price. That's just a joke. And um, generations a horse that I think with this map's a player at the price. Uh, it was very well back to win the William Reed, maybe the last night, right, night meeting last season like early this year um mzara i I think it's a reasonable chance here extremely lucky is a disgraceful price it should have a one in front of it uh september runs never won over a thousand meters one one's first up in its life that was a maiden so i'm happy to risk it with kieran and chris uh bell and i'd back if i had a better map but i just don't like the map at all isotope scares me they backed that at caulfield chain another queenslander um scary operator, Meliva. no Cool and bless last start, couldn't do it again surely, that leaves me with Malkovich who started 8 bucks or 11 dollars behind Eduardo last start, that's the great Sydney form, that's, I can tie that through Nature Strip, um, it's going to make its own luck up on speed I, I think it's a really really good bet, it's a great bet at the price and if you have one bet at Valley on Friday night, have each way on Malkovich I think it's a great price
1: I really like him as well. Like I think he's just going to get a comfy lead and and him on at his best, he can win this.
0: Are you much of an SP profile operator?
1: Yeah. SP, you'll have to. Starting
0: uh... price. So like what what it started last? It's starting price last last start in a in a better race than this, I'd say. Like Eduardo would. What price would Eduardo be here? A dollar eighty. Odds mm, on. Yeah. So last start, Eduardo was three dollars versus Malkovich eleven and now they want to give me a bigger price against these horses. It's a joke.
1: I'm happy to take it, though. Like Same. I'm more than happy.
0: <laughs> We're team Malkovich here. That's good. I like it.
1: <laughs> Beautiful. Well, uh, we've seen, uh, yeah, Malkovich and had a look at him. So should we press on to? Buckle
0: up, punners? Buckle up. We're headed to
1: Buckle up for a bit of Toowoomba. So...
0: Is, that, this a, is this genuinely a, a – is, is this the Metro meeting in Queensland?
1: This is, this is it. This is it, T-Bar. Wheatwood Day, very exciting for people who live there and, and go up there and Shane lives there. That's his hometown. Shane, I should really leave this to you. to introduce, Where's
2: your singlet? Uh,
1: I love Toowoomba.
2: You're, you're on mute, mate. I'm going to wear it to the tr- – I've got a bad cough. He's having a good day. <laughs> um, I'm going to wear my new basketball singlet to the track on Saturday. When I'm doing the mounting yard, they're fly-kicking the Sky Channel. People are doing it, jumping in front of the camera and that. Um,
0: How long so is me- this
2: race? What distance is it, mate? It's a 1,200-metre listed handicap. Um You can see the market there courtesy of your friends, our friends at Baggy Bet. Down Flying down, Crazy. responsibly. Flying Crazy is uh, his open favourite at 440 from Garibaldi. Um, Gary Nonny um, win size in the market unbelievably single figures Mass Destruction $6 Axe $8 um, Emerald Kingdom $13 Bonaparte not Bonaparte, Bonaparte is also in single figures um, what, about,
0: what about Mass Destruction that's the only horse I recognise here that like of recent runs it was very very heavily backed to win maybe last start could have been 30s in
2: and just missed is that right?
1: Yeah.
2: It did miss, yeah, because I can't remember what. Yeah, it got beat anyway. Look, it kept, look I suppose we could start with a speed map. <laughs> You'll have to excuse my cough here. It's just persistent. It's not COVID. No, it's not it hasn't COVID. tested, but it's not COVID. Um, In this actually, race, they have 1,200 metre so 1, metres guys. So 1,200 metres, it's a woomah, starts down the uh, down the top of the, the end of the back straight. There's a like an incline. Um. So I'm looking for horses that 1,350, 1,400 metre horses are better suited here. Those speedy squibs that want 1,100 aren't going to – like this track doesn't suit them at all. The testing 1,200 metre race. Um, Axe, I think, pushes forward with Emerald Kingdom. You can see there on the map. Grey Worm, um, highlighted, um, a highlighted horse that's just going to sit just behind the speed there. In um, Flying Crazy is the one uh, that I think is going to get the right map here. Um, look, he gets a, a – very good jockey switch as well. Karen McAvoy off for of Brad Stewart wearing white gloves. Is <laughs> as good as any jockey switch you'll see. Um, Flying Crazy has been to Queensland uh, a couple of times. He'd come up here and won the Daybreak Lover. It listed at three-year-old grade early in the Winter Carnival with um, Brad Stewart on. Then went down to Scone and won at listed level over 1,300, and I thought that was a super effort. Um, you know, he beat some horses, some genuine, like, Sydney horses that day. He beat Almeido and Andermatt, who we know as you know, sp short prices in some races in town. True Detective was behind their high tail. All these charmy baby, all these horses that we that we know as Queensland racing followers that have come up here and won nice races over the Winter Carnival. He's, um, he's beaten military expert in the Canberra Guineas, at 1400 and we know that the horse of annabelle that's gone to melbourne and won some races in early spring run big figures too that horse uh runs behind animo uh kiss some valana it's just littered with proper form um behind him this horse he's come to queensland looking for a dry track he gets that he's terribly well suited with the map um and these are just not very good horses that he's running against. And I think he's the obvious horse. Um, I've already had something on him. I've got him on top. A couple of horses I want to mention, which are I think are chances as well. Um, number 10, Axe. drawn Wide. I'm not too worried about that. Now, Jim Byrne rode this last start at the Gold Coast, having his first run for the Jack Bruce stable. Um, Ex-Michael Costa horse. This thing, like it's it's it run really well. Done a lot of work to get up on speed. Um, Jimmy Byrne went a little bit early on him. Um, and Garibaldi had the sit on him that day. I thought Axe ran really well. They ran big time. Now, when you look at the the figures for the day, this is a um this is a listed race, but it's at the gold coast. So if you're just looking at at um you know punting form figures, for example, it's a little bit understated. Um, they've gone a lot better. This is a lot, this is a high quality race that came out of it, ran slick time. Um and I think it, it's got, a, even though it's got a wide gate, it'll still push forward in a race that you sort of like anticipate. There's a few in this race that are just no good. So they'll want to be in front of the thousand so they can tell their kids they led the Wheatwood one day. Um, you know, those sort of those sort of horses in this field. Like um, not only do they crawl out of caves and out of trees and from the hills to go to the race day, like some of these horses in here should be going west. Um, but it was super, super run for its first run for Jack Bruce. So I think it pushes forward from the gate anyway. I think it's a chance. Uh, and Bonaparte is the other horse. Um, uh, Doesn't he call a, it Bonaparte? I don't call it Bonaparte. I call it Bonaparte.
0: Doesn't the race caller call it Bonaparte? Um, no, I
2: don't think so. I've don't think i ever heard Chuck Fowler say, and we're having a Bonaparte. <laughs> um. Not on the microphone at the track anyway. Um, he was a listed winner last start, uh, admittedly on a heavy track at Doomer, but has run uh, had run some good closing figures in a couple of his last last efforts. Uh, Steph Thornton's the um, uh, right jock for this horse because she rides pretty conservative, so I'll let him find his spot and get a trail into the race and, and can finish off strong. Obviously, if, you, if you're making a case for him, you could probably say those two Golden horses could get the same similar runs as well. Um, but I just think that um, Flying Crazy does get all the favours. Um, the, the key to this race, though, will be the track pattern. The Toowoomba track hasn't raced any worse ever in than what it has in the last 12 months. Uh, distinct lanes and patterns that just never existed. Uh, there's a new track manager there that's taken over and it's been very patternish. Traditionally, at this meeting, um, you know, four and five off the fence, swooping down the middle of the track has been the place to be. Um, so I'm not confident that we're going to see that normal true true rail racing pattern that we've seen historically here. Um, so we'll just be keeping that in mind. But um, this point in time, happy to be on um, flying crazy. I think he's just got those class animals all through his form, and he's the clear horse to be.
1: Well, one you haven't mentioned, which I'm glad, because I'll just take over and uh, take all the glory. But um, I'm with like Toowoomba. It's you. I believe you can have the best horse in the race but they do not handle the track and the tempo and then um so
0: so I think
1: think, yeah you can you can have a really good horse but it doesn't goes up can't handle the hill doesn't go any good that doesn't mean your horse is not good it's just it is it can be a little tricky little track so I'm with Emerald Kingdom I just think this horse second up absolutely flies we've got Six darts second up for, sorry, yeah, six darts second up for five wins and a second, and Jim Byrne takes them out for De- Desley Foster. I think I would have liked to see him have the two trials coming into this just as I usually do. He usually runs, has two trials, has like a not an average run but thereabouts, and then can come out and win. He came out and won the BRC Sprint two years ago, I believe, and um, and then came out and won the Archer this year. So very exciting horse. I think he's got barrier 10, slightly awkward there. If he can sit in sort of a – he's probably going to go forward. Hopefully he's not too wide and can pounce on them. I really think he's a hope. He's currently $19, I believe. So. I've
0: got nothing to add. I'll just will be doing what Shane says via the app and I won't be watching.
2: No, I wouldn't watch either. Um, even if you're not going to be watching the footy, um,
0: no, I don't watch Toowoomba anyway. Unless it's a real like, unless it's a one you've talked about for two days, and I've had way too much on, and then I watch that late. You know, hang on, baby, it's got to go to the toilet and watch it on my phone. But uh, as a rule, I don't watch Toowoomba because it makes me
2: anxious. It feels um, uh, wrong Pre- previewing the Wheatwood handicap in between the more and the Underwood, but sure. that's
0: the eleven hundred meter moist. Stakes away for age Race too, cost over a over thousand. It's not 1200. It's definitely not 1200, Shane.
1: No. <laughs> We're about to heat things back up for those listeners who are interested in the Underwood and keeping you here this whole time. Um, and I'm very excited about this, but what do I do? Absolutely not sure. You guys might have more idea. We've got Zaki, the clear favorite. I'm thunderstruck there. Alligator Blood, $7. Can he run the trip? Missed Brightside, exciting galloper, moanga, and non conformist. What are we doing?
0: A car jumps onto Zaki. I think she has to lead from five. I don't know what Timmy Clark does on alligator blood from two. And I think that's why you cannot bet into this race. Uh, he should lead, but I bet you he doesn't. Um, I don't
1: lead, to be honest. I
0: think <laughs> oh, well, if he does, if he leads, if a younger me was there at the 400 meter mark in the grandstand by myself, i will be backing him in, run if he jumped and led. I think Mr. Brightside will get a good run. I think Mawanga and Nonconformist will be the next pair. And I don't know what Zara does with On Thunderstruck from six. He might try and, you know, get the back of Mr. Brightside. And if he does, he'd be very nervous if you're against him in run. But um, this will be a really slowly run race. It'll be a a disappointing figure. um, But it is a good race all the same. Zaki and Alligator Blood will fight hard, I think, and can both win. So can Mr. Brightside and so can On Thunderstruck. This stage of prep, last preparation, which led to a second in a Caulfield Cup, improved dramatically. That wasn't against this great of horse, though. Um, But respect the stale for sending it to this race. Um, And Mawanga wasn't hopeless in the Macau Bediva either. So that's a really gutless, fence-sitting appraisal of this race, but that's the sort of race it is. Um, I think Alligator Blood... The first straight and if, if Zaki wasn't in the race I'd back Alligator Blood just off the, the SP It started shorter than on Thunderstruck In the Memzies, which is the Grouse form reference For Victoria at the moment And probably should have won the Macau Ever If he didn't sort of just go from 0 to 100 At the top of the straight And leave himself sort of hanging um, But with Zaki fighting the lead with him I just don't think it's perfect for him And therefore I'm not going to bet If I had to bet it'd be Alligator Blood Or Mr Brots so just outside the market slightly
2: A very tactical race. Um, There's absolutely no need for Zaki to lead and go slow. Zaki should be lead, going out negative seven, getting home negative seven, and winning. Like, if it's as simple as that, like, alligator blood will probably take a sit on its back. Um, The other horses are going to be advantaged on a slow tempo because they're not proven at 1800. I'm talking Mr. Brightside. Mm. And I'm thunderstruck. Nonconformists wants another lap. Um, there's a, there's a race shape mm. here, though,
0: Shane. There's a race shape here where Zaki goes and Tim Clark gets off the fence, sits outside lead, and all of a sudden, nonconformist in the coffin. Yeah, right sides one-one.
2: Yeah, it'll be so tactical. Jamie Carr holds the key to this race. She goes too slow; it can get run over. She goes out at a good at a good gallop, and you know, like similar to have a look at. Um, you know, the punting form data on 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 um, Zaki last start is, like, perfect. Out in six, negative six, home negative 6.8. Does that, it wins. That's what I think. If, he, if she allows those horses that are a little bit suspects at 1,800 to get, it, you know, to walk for two furlongs, it's a sprint home, right side and... Thunderstruck can get home in double, you know, below double figure. You know, which is which is head. why I don't think you should be betting because J.
0: Carr's aft cabin ride will win this race. J. Carr's uh, chain, of, of, chain of lightning will yeah, lose this yeah. race. And that's the same rider on the same day doing two completely different things. If she waits and tries to go with them late, I think it'll be a bunch finish regardless and a bit of a lottery. But if she yeah like guts them, good luck catching her. It doesn't matter
2: if it's hillside, sand down's an on-pace track. Um, and speaking of, um, racing's first lady in Victoria, Jamie, she has ridden this horse last preparation. Don't forget, um, on speed a couple of times, um, at Flemington, 10 length, 10.8 lengths slow to the 600. The first time she sat on its back and 1.8 lengths
0: quick. Um, and if you, if you flip that over on the partyform.com.au, which you should all be using. And turns the class figure. It's eighteen point six length slow. That first one was eighteen point six slow. So Jamie
2: has gone too slow on this horse a couple of times. Um, you reckon Annabelle's telling her what to do? I I don't like you. Don't tell Jamac what to do, right? For example, like no mm. one would give James instructions. Not nor should they. Um, I don't know. Will you? Give, I don't know that you give instructions to Jamie, would you? Lead and win. I don't think you do. No, I don't think you do either. You think John is gonna tell
0: Buddy Franklin to kick for goal on Saturday? No, it's not.
2: I'm sure every single Swan supporter will be telling him how to kick for goal if he misses his first two, Jack. He won't. And we won't. Positive vibes only. But yes. yeah, look, I like Zaki's the bet for me, but like I for the same reason I just can't bet in the race because I'd be like I'd have bet regret if she goes too slow and gets out sprinting.
1: I'm excited to see it. But, yeah, I think the same. I don't know if I'll I'll probably end up having something on Gator just to keep the heart happy.
0: That's why you got to do that sometimes. But because we haven't given you any bets there, I've got a stack of them for you right now. Packerman tonight, if we get there, I don't know if we get there or not, race four, number 11, SNCC, or SADS, Johnny Sadler. being a little bit of money early. You need it. We've got it. And tomorrow night at the Valley, two other bets I think you can have for sure. It's race two. This might be the biggest jockey switch of all time. J-Mac on race two, number seven, English Riviera, completely slaughtered, way too fast at Flemington. I think that's a really good form reference. Um I think you can back English Riviera with confidence. And then race three, number three, Clement South. Have a little all up if you want to. I think you kick your Friday arm off with a, with a bang. They'll both be very hard to beat. They'll both settle on the speed, and I think they'll both be winning. Beautiful. And also, Pinstripe goes around at Sandown on Sunday goes against Leaf. I said I'd back both wherever they went. They're both $4. I'm going to back Pinstrop.
2: Did we get a um, – have we got Jane Bunn or someone coming on the show with a weather report for the weekend in Melbourne? What track are we expecting there? Nah, it's going to be a weekend. It's beautiful.
0: It's glorious outside. I was in a shirt today.
2: Hey. Royal Sandown, God's Carpet. It's going to be beautiful. Okay. Oh, I cannot wait. Field of Roses. Roll, roll off your best. Um, yeah, um, flying crazy. I like just got the proper form. Now, I, after you did mention Emerald Kingdom, I did look back at its last prep and obviously, you know, competed pretty well in the winter carnival. And um, you might have found one at a bit of overs there, um, particularly off the back of that win in the time wanted archer, the slot race of North Queensland. Uh, so let me say that again the slot race of North Queensland. Um, <laughs> Oof. But yeah, I'm 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 backing uh, flying crazy and Sterling Alexiu and um, Gerard Ryan have a great strike rate bringing horses up north, so happy to bet bet bet. It starts uh, three dollars, very hard to beat.
1: All right, race six number four, the Valley, great house. It's crying out for the two thousand meters. This horse really really good run last start. You just settle down there, Jack.
0: Are You worried about the map, this horse?
1: Yes, I'm worried about him getting back and not being able to to um. Just be close enough, and I really don't like horses that go back at the valley. And it's I, a
0: staying race, I guess.
1: I am concerned, but I'm crossing my fingers. Um, we've got J Mac on board, which is wonderful. We're dropping five kilos here, so maps
2: Maybe. maps don't count when you got J Mac, right? He just put it in the right spot. <laughs> what are you worried about? He just puts him in the right spot.
0: No, I found the same horse. Just got a bit cautious about the map, but I, I'm I'm certainly with you there, guys.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, and um. Shane, take it away again.
2: This is uh, Sunday at Sandia, race six, number three, Clarity. A little bit of a, a sneaky run last time um, when it ran well um, to sort of beat the bias, I suppose, is the right way of putting it, uh, on the dog, beating the pattern on the day. And, um, for that reason, I think that's why it's come up at the price it has. So I just. Um, I had to do a little bit of form for Sandown on Sunday because the Toowoomba card is that bad and I was just desperate to find a bet somewhere. So um, looking for some horses that were unsuited last time to get to Sandown and get their chance to run on. This is one that I found race six, number three, Clarity. Uh, each by odds at $12 and a three eighty dollars the slot.
1: James has got race nine, number three, Catalyst. Good luck. And uh
2: <laughs> obviously you give it none. <laughs> you've crossed it when it wasn't in it, just yeah,
0: <laughs> just Tell you it's good. tell
1: them In case people are just listening to this. Um, and then my other one is going to be race eight, number 14, which is fireburn. I thought last start, uh, she didn't really let down. I don't think it was a too much of a vigorous ride, to be honest, on her, and she still ran on really well. So I think here if she um if she gets the heavy track, which I'm pretty sure it's raining down there. Again, um, she'll just absolutely thrive. No knock in secret. I think she's complete class. But, um, yeah, happy to chase that little bit of value.
2: Absolute shame, that wet weather, isn't it? Because Jack and I was a moral in that race. Yeah, I agree. Or well, maybe it's the, morals. Are, it's, morals great, it's, a great,
0: it's a really easy bet to have. At the it was loss. an easy bet
2: to have. Um, the rain just ruins everything, um, ruining everything in Sydney, isn't it? So we're not going to see the best of those horses. But, obviously, fire burn with that two-year-old wet track for.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's a great bet. So, anything else from anyone?
0: No, that's us. My best value was Malkovich, we spoke about that earlier. Um, I reckon that's us. Go Swans! huh? Go, go Swans!
1: That's it. Like and subscribe, please, and thank you. And we will see you next week for another great preview of our spring racing.
0: Shane, please say it. Go Swans!
1: Hold well up.